You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, by the way, it's a beautiful. We've been complaining all day about things of going. It is a beautiful day for equality, a glorious day for equality. Finally, them's, they's, he's, and she's can all agree that we're equal, and there was no, you know, debate. Missouri killed the first openly transgender person uh, on death row. Ah, that's right, Amber McLaughlin. Openly transgender person put to death on death row. Look at a picture of this angel here, this this lady. Oh. A few years ago, Man. back before it was a woman, uh, killed her girlfriend, stabbed her and stuff in like 2013, and then went transgender and fully like tried this thing. Like, yeah, we're going to off you anyway. Iced her. Finished her off. And her last words were, I'm a loving person. Well, all right. Take that. Take that with you. You're out. Can we pay for that? The, Missouri does. Missouri? Yeah. For the transition? Oh, I don't know if they actually paid for the surgery, but I think you can. I think there's ways I to get there it I thought there was paid something they're saying. That Probably. It's covered. But I don't know. And then another thing for transgenders, I saw in the news yesterday, we're here locally. Uh, kids can't just willy-nilly start telling teachers thems and days and things like that. I have a teacher friend who stopped teaching because she got she was an English teacher. And said, all right, uh, everybody go. Uh, you guys can go to the bathroom, and the girls can go over here, and the boys can go over here. And this one kid sat in the classroom said, you didn't say uh, they. And she goes, because you're just a single person, and they is a... Uh, a, a it's not a, it's, correct it's, English. Well, you're right. It's a, what are they, a possessive pronoun or something. I don't yeah. remember what it is. I don't, remember, I don't know how that works. So you're, you're singular, and that's plural. It's a plural pronoun. And you're a plural pronoun. You're not a they. You're a whatever. You're one. So don't. And don't mess with me. I'm an English person. And then got told on and everything else. Well, the kids' parents didn't even know. They were saying they were a they. They were just stirring up trouble. So now this new bill that goes in makes it so if a kid starts saying that, they immediately like contact the parents and make sure that it's correct and then force the kid to go into like psychiatry and stuff. It's like he's going through an awful lot here, so we're going to help him out. So now kids that mouth off with that whole, you can't tell me I'm I'm neutral gender fluid by this, that, and the other. They're like, all right, let's call your parents and see what they say. And you're not, because before the teachers were just like, just, you know, do it. I now, see a whole new reboot of scared straight camps again. Oh, yeah. Scared straight. straight. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yes. I like that. Scare them straight. 
But these little pricks, look, I remember uh, uh, Megan's nephew pulling that crap with me. Yeah, he was a, we were at a Christmas thing years ago, and I was playing pool. And uh, he comes up and he starts, and it's the adults playing pool, right? So we want a kid wanders in and he starts reaching for the, the balls on the table. And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. And I took my uh, pool cue and I kind of tapped him on him. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't touch this. Off the balls. The adults are playing. You'll get your chance later. And he's looking at me. And I looked at him and I'm like, you're up to no good. This prick kid of this kid. So I hit my shot and he reaches up and he stops it. And he just looks at me. And I'm like, hey, we're playing. And I look over at his dad and nothing. And I'm like, can you get him away from the table? And he goes, yeah, the, the adults are playing. You can't do that. So he pulls him away. He comes over to me again, and he just pushes another ball into another one. He's looking at me, and I'm like, knock it off. And I kind of got adult Uncle John. Yeah, knock authority. it off. I'm, I'm serious. Don't. He goes running crying to his dad that I bullied him. I was a bully. And his dad comes over, and he goes, hey, he's been learning about bullying in school. Could you mind going over and apologizing to him? I'm like, yeah, I absolutely mind going over and apologizing to your kid. I, I didn't do anything. He's the one who needs to apologize, and he, he needs to be reprimanded. It's right? a teaching moment. Right. You're not being yeah. bullied. But in school, they taught him, whenever you don't get your way, somebody's bullying. That's how he took it. So he was manipulating the situation. And then later, when everything was okay, he came over, he wanted to wrestle. And I'm wrestling with him, and I kind of pin his arms down a little bit, and then I let him go, and he swings at my balls. Whoa! So I give him a foot to the chest and put him on his ass. And then CPR for nine minutes. <laughs> right. right. Oh, well, geez. you know what? He's okay. He's okay. okay. Yeah. Good. Pray for him, though. <laughs> How much does GoFundMe uh, score? So, yeah, he raised $5 million for his, uh, his ice cream social. <laughs> but put him on his ass, and he runs over, and he's getting bullied again. And uh, demands another apologize. Like, oh, no, no, no. You, you punch a man in the pills. I don't care how old you are or what gender you think you are. You're taking one. You know what? Me. It's time for you guys to leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. That was it. And that's the last one I've been to. That's yeah. it. I don't hang out with kids. I don't hang out and with you're kids. staying where again? I don't hang out with kids whose parents will ask me to apologize to them for punching me in the dick. Uh, that's not happening. So that's just a gutless, cowardly move on that part. So I'm like, I'm done here. And there was discussions on who should apologize. And I'm like, it ain't me. And there was half the room was on my side. And the other half was like, didn't we just ease the situation? Nobody really wanted an apology. They just wanted it to all go away. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not. I told him. I grabbed him. I said, look, you got to listen to people. I said, if I hurt you, I'm sorry. And I said, but uh, I, I, you hit me in the pills again. I'm going to kick you across the room again. That's just the way it is. That sounds like a... That's another a, lesson. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah, a yeah, learning yeah. part. You put your hand on a hot stove. Your hand, it's not the stove's fault. You don't make the stove apologize. You, you kick me in the pills, and I'll just put it as... I don't care how old you are. You're, you're getting kicked hard, and you got a boot. Sounds like a great commercial for Dr. Lynn. It, it really mean, is, yeah. You this know, is sunrise just an right there. Right. But what my point is, is that he had just learned about bullying. So he would go up and do whatever he wanted and the second he was told don't do that it was bullying and that's what these kids are doing with them they uh my my buddy's daughter came home and said she thought she was pan gender fluid this and he's like had they not taught her about it she wouldn't even know she just confused for a minute and they gave her a they gave her an answer like it's like looking in the back of the book of excuses like yeah i think i'm this and then like a week later she wasn't that and then she was like, maybe I'm lesbians. Like, they keep teaching you this stuff. You're going to come up with your own answers while you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on in your crazy mixed up hormone brain. So this they-them thing these kids have been using, I, I, I got a couple of teacher friends who have both quit because they're like, it's just too hard. The, the parents are never on your side and you, whenever you try to call them. But now you have to call them when your they-them starts in with a, 
And did you know your child wants to be called them? Did you know? Do you need uh, psychiatric care? Do you need this? And you try to guide them down the road of saying there's an awful, if he is a they, them, they're going to need to cope with this in a different way. And we're, we're going to help them get home. And then you put the parents, they have to start paying bills. And I guarantee if I was a they, them, and my dad found out that the school is like, we're going to give you some psychiatric care. It's going to be $150 every two weeks. And my dad would be like, you're a he and you're staying a he until you can afford the bill for the psychiatrist. And they're like, well, it'll stop suicides. My dad wouldn't have wanted that. My dad would have been like, if it's going to cost me 150 bucks because he can't figure out what his dick does, uh, it, let's get the rope for him. <laughs> yeah, so the school's got, that's a nice thing. I think that's a good deal where the kids can stop pushing teachers around. And again, if you're a teacher, I say it every year, you're a public school teacher, your job is super easy to replace. You should quit and go work in a bank or a Home Depot or something or a Quiznos. Anywhere. Are there still Quiznos? You should still uh, just quit. Put them on. Put all these people and their bratty rats out of business, and let them have to go to private schools. That's fine by me. You guys aren't getting paid enough. You're getting screwed. You keep begging for more money. I don't want to pay it in my taxes, and you guys deserve it. But you're not going to get it out of us. Quit your jobs. You always say we make forty thousand dollars a year. You can make that anywhere. You can tar a road. You can roof a house. They make more than that. You can do overnights for God's sake. Yeah, please, nah. <laughs> it's tight, Brad. It's tight. But would you rather you teach kids or do overnights? Oh hell no! I'd yeah, do overnights. That's right. Your your wife's a teacher. You gotta hate it. I gotta say, I would love driving by on my way home, honking the horn at Lisa as she's tarring the road right <laughs> over by our <laughs> yeah, house. She's throwing tar. Man, I'm telling you, you go, honey. <laughs> go get him. It's better than kids, isn't it? Sure is. The checks cash the same. Whew. Sure is hot. I look like a strap of leather, but okay. Whatever. Just make it a... Quit your jobs, public school teachers. Your passion ain't worth it. Having to deal with they, them, this, that, and the other. Your uh, wife had it figured out. She taught all those special kids. When I went to her classroom, that's the way to go. Those kids aren't going to they, them. They're just barely making it through on whether they're in a wheelchair. That's changed now, though, too. Now you have to fill out all this paperwork and everything to make sure everything's right. Right, right, sure. I mean, and I know you need some of that stuff, but some of it's gotten a little... If a kid wheeled over to me... I would like to be called they, them. Really, you're going to add this to the pile? Uh, really? You don't Make it easy on yourself. Come on, for them, just let them. Oh, you absolutely. Come but on. I'm going to give the advice to just, you know what? Don't. Shh. Yeah. Because he's incapable of killing himself. He'd have to roll off the cliff and he's, on the, he's in his Tesla, too. You know, he's not going to. He's not going <laughs> to grab a gun. His hands don't work. I'm not worried about his suicide. They'll just stop eating. You don't eat on your own now. They just put it in a tube. It goes in. You're not a they-them. Don't do this to yourself. You've been through enough. Why add to the fire? She had the right idea, though. All those specialists, they're not figuring all that out. They're just going to run around and do their thing. That's the ones you want to teach. There's where your passion works. Those kids are, they have kind hearts, too. These other pricks, your able-bodied kids, a bunch of jerks. They're able-bodied and they're cocky about it. God, I hate kids. Oh, me too. Hey, in her fifth grade class, the girls are meaner than anything. Oh, absolutely. They're the worst of the bunch. Terrifying. But, uh, yeah, so you start in with the they-thems. The the school has to call you and say, your kid's acting up and he wants to be a they-them. Is that cool? And I bet you half the parents would be like, he's doing what? Yeah. I guarantee you half of them don't know your kid's being a a they-them prick in school just to make the teacher's life miserable. Because they know it's uncomfortable. Kids, first thing they figure out is how where the lines are, and then the, the dickheads dance on them. 
the dumb ones go right past them, and the smart ones stay in place. But the the, the ones the that dance teachers, are the trouble. The parents can communicate with the teachers too. That that's this week. Give it a week. Yeah, yeah. There'll be a new one. Yeah, they ain't calling they them at home. I guarantee if a dad got a phone call. My dad got a phone call from Mr. Craig. Hey, your son says he wants to be a they them. Send him home immediately. Like what? Just send him home immediately. I can't believe I got a my dad got a phone call from school. It didn't matter if I was right or wrong. He didn't he was interrupted that day. And I just needed to keep everything off his desk for eight hours a day. That's it. The school's job was to make sure that I was a forgotten thing for eight hours a day. The second that phone rang, I better be bleeding to death. Or uh, there was a bomb or something. And even the bomb is And even the bomb was like, eh. is, did they defuse it? Because that means he can stay. We just, all the kids are traumatized. Mine's fine. He'll be all right. He'll be traumatized when he gets home if I have to go pick him up. Better tell him to start walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a different time. Ten years ago. Kids are pricks. You got a they them running around. You need a Dan Holmberg in your life to go, all right, that's enough. You're not a they, them, until you're 18. No decisions can be made. That's the could kill himself. Yeah, well, I'll keep an eye on that, too. Your kid's a flower. He's so fragile, he wants to wear dresses. Where's his dad? Well, he hasn't been around for 14 days. Yeah, that's what I figured. We need a dad involved here to get this dress off your son. You're too accommodating. My mom would have let me dress like a girl. She let me, like, she, like, whatever made me happy. My dad was the one that straightened right. that stuff up. Moms are usually yeah, that way. That was the one that was like, what are you letting him do? He's wearing that pink shirt for. I think he looks handsome in it. He looks like a queer. Get it off. That was 1986. That was me going to picture day. I'll never forget it. I had a pink and turquoise shirt on. Mostly pink with turquoise stripes. It was not happening on picture day. My dad had to show his friends that. You should thank Dan for yeah, that. I did. <laughs> now, it's different now. You can wear pink and it's not. But back then... It was different. You had a pink shirt on. You're, you're going to get teased like crazy. He was more worried about me catching heat and himself, too, when he had to show pictures. The only time it, it kind of became acceptable was, what, OP when they had OP the had those colors. cool neons. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was pretty pretty fun stuff. But I had a pink eyes on. And I was going to wear it to picture him. Pink eyes on? No, I, was, I know. Sweet. I Long blonde hair. That's bold. Pink eyes on. And we, I'm going to school today. Like, Hell, you are. Who bought the shirt for you? Uh, my mom. mom. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was at Mervyn's. It wasn't even an eyes on. It was a Tigra. Oh, oh, yeah. And when my dad was fine yeah. with knockoffs. My dad was really happy with that tiger over the alligator. I had eyes oh, odds, but man. I'm not. The eyes odds went for good nights. The Latigras, we could tear those up. Because <laughs> you're going to ruin the eyes. Re- Is that one of the Lacostes? Get it off. I'm not spending $50 on a shirt for you to play football in the cul de sac. Go put that pink monstrosity on and go fiddle around with your gay friend, Mark. Mark gets hammered. Stebbing's always had his shirt off. He was seven feet tall in fifth grade. So I'm standing outside with this gargantuan sixth grader and me in a pink shirt. And he's like, yeah, my boy's a bottom. <laughs> yeah. It was a different time. And parents can't do that now. Kid wears a pink shirt. It's no big deal. But, you know, you can keep your eye on it. And he didn't care if I was gay. He cared that everyone else thought I was. Look, I, I think... Teachers and parents are the last ones to know. Every kid in that high school or class or school knows who the he, they's, them's, they's are. And then maybe there's two. But that's what For I'm real. saying. They, they know them. Right, they right. know them already. Right. But they're looking at them going, look at all the special attention they get. Yeah, I'm a going little, them A there. little bit. It's, yeah. it's a thing. Anyway, you got to they them.
Just ask your kid today. You're not dicking around at school with they, them, are you? Don't don't bring that to me. But what if I really feel you don't? Stop it. Yeah, put your pink eyes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been teaching you this for a long time. <laughs> it was a pink Latigra breath. Oh, sorry. We would move we and were Izod people. We were we were Izod people for nights at Black Angus. We're not wearing that to school. You know, you put your Latigra on for school. I never snapped the whole time growing up. You what? It was I never snapped the whole time growing up. You're like. I'm a boy. How many times I had to say that? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you were. Yeah. People confused your gender constantly. I am a boy. Me and culottes. Shut up. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. If you haven't figured it out, you're listening to the best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Your first clue should have been the Robin Williams interview. He's dead, people. Come on. Don't worry. We'll be back with more shenanigans on Monday, January 4th, 2016, hopefully talking to people that are alive. What a great job you've done here. The best of the morning sickness is on the air. 98KUPD. The spelling bee is tonight, and Brady is here. As your, uh, I'm your humble host, John Holmberg of Brady Spelling Bee, our moderator, Brady Bogan, thumbing through the many words you will be forced to spell as Brady will attempt to read words that are nearly impossible to say with a slight speech impediment. However, you will then have to spell them. Brady's allowed to say the word one time, use the word in a sentence one time. After that, you better start to spell in. Because, Assuming uh, I know the definition. Well, and, and if you ask for the definition, Brady just has to... This is what I think it means. <laughs> that kind of thing. I think you're going to know most of them. The words are not foreign. Oh. Uh, well, no, they're oh, not. Oh, yeah. No, they're not. It's just going to be kind of weird to think, how do you define that? So it'll be, this is what Brady's definition. Brady, can I have your definition is what you ask. You know, it's of one of them. Right, that. That's exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> you know, it's the thing that goes around the party that has the... It's black, usually. Now let's go to the phones and see who our first speller is. Adam, how are you? Good. Welcome to Brady Spelling Bee. Are you prepared? Yep. All right. Good luck to you, Adam. Uh, here is your humble host, Mr. Brady Bogan, as he reads your first hey, word. You then, or his... Give it to Brady. Okay. This is Brady. We will now read the first word. Brady, go. Re- tell him the word. Go. Vietnamese. Vietnamese. That's obviously... Um... V I E T N A M E S E. Correct. Is it correct? I thought he missed yeah, that. I thought he missed one. I thought he missed one too. No, I'm nah, we'll give it to him. It's there the first go. guy. All right, nice try. I think you missed it. All right, word number two. You got to get three of them. Good luck, Adam. Go ahead, Brady. Schenectady. Uh, can you repeat it? He cannot. He can use it in a sentence, or he can define it. I once you- banged a girl from Schenectady. <laughs> well done. Schenectady. 
Google faster. Right, you're fired. Um, Start spelling. Yes. Uh, Start your letters. There's one. C H E N E C. It's connected. T A B Y. You're cheating. Correct. You're cheating. All right. Finally, then, for the win, this is impressive if you're not cheating. I won the fifth grade spelling bee. So. Did you really? Yeah. Of oh, the state or just your class? Just my class. How <laughs> the long, school. How long ago was this? A couple years? Oh, no. A long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The best thing about when I won the fifth grade spelling bee was I was 31. <laughs> All right, Brady, go right ahead. Stico Mythea. Good luck, Google machine. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? I looked down at my dong and it had Stikomathea. Stikomathea. Start to spelling. I want some letters starting right now. Uh, S P Stikomathea. S P E A K O M. Well, you were a good, you were a good uh, Googler and an excellent speller, but Stico Mathias screwed you, and it may come back later. I'm sorry, Adam. Nice try. Very yeah. impressive. It looks like your uh, your spelling peak was fifth grade. Nice try. Good work. Brady, you did very well so far. Jason is on the line. Jason, are you there? Yes, sir. Are you ready for Brady's B? I am. All right, here's Brady's first word for you. Orangutan. Orangutan. O R A N. E A T A N Incorrect. Oh. oh, even Orangutan uh. can spell it. All right, sorry about that. Nice try, Jason. So far, Brady, you haven't struggled at all. My friend Clyde. <laughs> Your sentence. Right turn, Orangutan Clyde. Mike, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Are you ready for the B? I'm ready. Let's do are it. Are you a good speller, Mike? I'm very good. Let's practice. Spell Brady. C-R-A-D-Y. Nicely done. Brady, give him the word. Guantanamo. Ooh, he nailed it. Guantanamo. Can you use it in a sentence? Hurry. I have good friends that live at Guantanamo Bay. All right, go. Spell. G-U-A-N-T-A-N-A-M-O. Correct. Guantanamo is correct. Well done. Your second word. Good luck, speller. You ever win a B before, Mike? Uh, no, I didn't. I never competed, but I am a pretty good speller. <laughs> I got people brag about that. Go ahead. Kayaker. Ooh. Kayaker? Go on, spell. Use it in a sentence. Hurry, Brady. The kayaker was really fast. Good one. K-A-Y-A-K-E-R. Kayaker is nailed. All right. Good luck. Your final word. Anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. Everyone knows what it is. You don't need a sentence. Go. Uh, A-N-E-S-T-H-E-S-I-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. Correct. It's correct. Wow. Were you Googling? Did you Google that? No, I didn't. You can go ahead and lie to me. No, I didn't. You honest did not. to God. You threw I anesthesiologist. The- That's impressive. Well played. Nice. You deserve the win. Nice job, Mike. Hang on a second. We're going to get you Aerosmith tickets. He's going Aerosmith. How about that? My anesth- anesthesiologist. Ah, that's what I was counting on. Makes me sleepy. <laughs> You're trying too hard. Put a little Brady into this.
We got a girl on the line. You ready? Jennifer, are you there? I am. Right, Brady, you have a girl on the line. Are you a good speller, Jennifer? I think so. Prove it. Okay. Fellatio. F A L L I C. No, no, no. B L O W J O B. Sorry. Nice try. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, Jennifer. All right, Brady, I'll give you a word now. I tried. Burglarizing. Can you use it in a sentence? Of course please? you know what this means. Now you're just going to Google. Start spelling. B U R G L A R I V I N G. It's correct. correct. Nicely done. All right, Brady, give her something smoking hot or hard to do. There it is. Good luck, Google. Both of them? Yeah, the whole thing. Juliana Ranchich. Juliana. Can you use the last name again? Ranchich. She's Googling. You're Googling. G- Start spelling. J U L I A You aren't Googling. It's a G. Sorry. You don't watch enough ETV, do you, Jennifer? Apparently not. No. Nice try, Jennifer. Sorry, you're a loser. Ah, thanks. Right, let you go. Thank you. There you go. Jennifer and Mike. Juliana Rancic. <laughs> is it Rancic? <laughs> I don't know. She looks like a cricket. <laughs> Turns me nuts. All right, one and done. I thought it was a tennis player at one time. This but... person right here. Wait. Uh, hi, who's this? Who's Todd? Todd, are you ready? I am ready. Here's Brady's word. If you get it right, you're a champion. No sentence, no definition. Brady, go. Nautilus. Go. Sorry, I, I just pushed the wrong button on the phone. Could you repeat it again? Do I have time? Nautilus. Go. Nautilus. N O T H L R U S. N O T H. All right, let me see another one. Hi there, who's this? Are you there? Yeah. All right, what's your name? Don. Don, here's your word. Go. Al Jero. Al Jero. Al Jero. Go. A L J A R O. <laughs> Incorrect. That is the phonetic spelling of Al Jero. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for more. I like it. <laughs> Incorrect, sorry. Try one more and we'll be done. Hi there, who's this? Are you there? Hello. Welcome to Brady Spelling Bee uh, in honor of the Scripps Howard Nerd Fest tonight. Are you a good speller? Uh, I won in eighth grade. How far did you get? I got to state, and the lady pronounced the word wrong, and I didn't for in a sentence. Oh, dummy. What was the word? It's almond, but she said almond, so I spelled A-L-L-E-N. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, you didn't, uh, susp- like, you know, file a, a complaint? It was my fault entirely. Okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. And now, when, what would the sentence have been? So- sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Almond joy has nuts. Mounds don't. <laughs> Because go ahead, Brady. Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. Go. O n o m a t o p e i a. Incorrect. Incorrect. Very close. No! So it was closer. Than no! No! Good <laughs> run. It was a good run. <laughs> Thank you. Well played. Yes, that's, that's definitely the. You got close though. Was it uh, sorta? Can you use that in a sentence? Orange. Is an onomatopoeia. That's right. <laughs> That's a sentence and a definition. I'm going to try another one. Hi there, who's this? Hello? Hi, go ahead. What's your name? Matt. Matt, turn your radio down. Turn it down. All right. Uh, Brady, give Matt his word. Deterioration. Ooh, 
struggle. Deterioration. <laughs> Brain's D- headache. E- Go ahead. Oh, deterioration. D E T E R E T I A T I O N. Oh, man. No. Oh. Missed an E, didn't he? Missed an E. An O. Deterior. Oh, he got the E. Oh, yeah, because that's spelled deterioration. Deterioration. I thought he missed the E in the earlier part. Okay, you're right. I forgot. So I didn't even get to the O. All right, nice try. You lose. All right, only one winner in the spelling bee, which means what, Brady? Give our one more. Our oh, listeners that. are dumb. Give him one more. I want to see if he can. All right, one more. We'll try one more. Who can't spell Juliana Rancic? Hi there, who's this? This is John. I can spell some shit if you want. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Watch your mouth, John. We're online. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I, really, I really enjoyed that sentence. And so did everybody right. listening on the internet. So I answered the phone to all those people who just missed it on the dub. And I said, hi, what's your name? He said, John, I can spell some shit if you guys want. Well, that's what we want. Well, we want. You're exactly the tradesman we've been looking for. I'm the guy you've been watching. Let's see how many he can get. All right, Spelling John is on the line. He's got a little bit of a Tourette's problem. Go ahead. J O H N. I got it. I understand. That's me. Go ahead. Promiscuous. Ooh. Promiscuous. P R O M I S C U O U S. Correct. All right. Give another one. This is for the win. Good luck. Ready to go. Gladiolus. I can't. I didn't hear you. Gladiolus. Gladiolus. Holy. G L A D I O L O U S. Incorrect. Oh, you missed it by a <laughs> You added an extra O, right? Yes. Ah, you had it. Ah, one John. more. Right, one more. He wants to spell, man. The guy likes spelling. All right, I like one, to spell. For the win. Let's go for it. Give him the big one. They kicked me out of Cub Scouts. Let me spell. <laughs> What'd you get kicked out for? Eat doing brownies. All right. All right. Brady. Yeah. Brady <laughs> loves you. Brady. Brady in the joke books. Go ahead. The. No, it's uh, miscellaneous. Oh, that's easy. M I S C. Miss. Miscellaneous. 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 Miss M I S C. A. Did I blow it? M-I-S-D-A. Yeah, I thought so. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, all right. Sorry, John. You don't know how to spell anything. I don't know anything. You came out of the gates. You don't know how to spell it. Yeah, you don't don't know how to spell it, man. You promised us different. (laughs) I don't know how to spell (laughs) All right. See you later, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm John, and I can spell some (laughs) That is like a low bar. (laughs) You walk in. You announce yourself at a party like that, you have just set the bar insanely I low. For I didn't the, think of it that yeah. way. <laughs> my name's John. My quality is spelling. <laughs> oh, wow. This totally took on a different... Excuse me, Mr. Neil Armstrong. I'm going to go talk to John for a while. Well, my name's Chuck, and I love to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. His name doesn't even rhyme with it. I'm John, and I spell and rhyme. <laughs> uh, it's 914. I'm Jeffany. I don't know what you rhyme that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Stephanie's the only thing. You're going to be effing yeah. me? <laughs> there you go. I'm Jeffany and I want somebody <laughs> me. Close. <laughs> it rhymes at home. It's the last of Holmberg's morning sickness. Okay, now we can really get this thing underway. They're on vacation. Why aren't you... 
Hey, it's John Holmberg here from 98KUPD's Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Just want to say thank you. Best of rolling right along. Hopefully you guys are enjoying that. But as always, thank you guys for being part of everything we do here at the Big Red Radio. Couldn't do it without you, ghouls. wee wee and we'll catch you next week in the Big Red Radio, 98KUPD. There's more of the best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, 98KUPD. Now back to Johnny Midnight of the Ass. That's right, it's uh, 843, Phoenix. Good morning to you. It is Johnny Midnight in the Ass. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful day today. We're looking at a, uh, you know, a temperature around 72 degrees. Uh, maybe a chance of uh, rain today, uh, Ass. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. On the phone right now, we've got a celebrity guest here on the Johnny Midnight in the Ass program here at 98KUPD. Uh, you know him from the big uh, scandal of the 90s between uh, himself and a young lady named Amy Fisher. Uh, his name is Joey Buttafugo. And if you're familiar with Joey, by the way, 71 degrees right now, uh, if you're familiar with him, uh, you'll know his name and uh it's been a running joke on letterman the whole time the butt of fuco joey uh you're here and you've brought a friend as well are you, are you how are you sir i am this is joey but i'm calling from beautiful california and i'm on with dennis huff from the world famous bunny ranch dennis huff, <laughs> dennis huff. <laughs> <laughs> right, all right. uh, joey uh uh you, 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 you. hey butt of fuco oh. what are your favorite nickelodeon shows you like to beat the butt of fico mute to Hannah Montana, you knucklehead. <laughs> He's a Hannah Montana fan. Everyone, of course, loves the Hannah Montana. Uh, I don't. I, she's nothing. Uh, well, Go I'm, right to the top with Hannah Montana. <laughs> I've, I've got 100 bunnies that are hotter than her. Yeah, well, totally. sure. They're also of age, I hope, yes? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, then, yeah, we don't want hey, Hannah Montana. who would you guys do first, Ava Mendez or Ava Longoria? Ava Longoria. Jennifer Ava Aniston? Longoria. How about Jennifer Aniston or Angelina Jolie? Oh, please. I'm, I'm married Aniston. to uh, Angelina Jolie's twin. Dakota Fanning or Abigail Breslin? <laughs> oh, see, is that why he gets that name? That he's the ass. Yes, it's the ass. Please. Uh, oh so you've got you, uh, but uh, let's, uh, Joey. You've got a. I think he's in need of a trip to the Bunny Ranch. You've got a sex tape, uh, Joey. I do believe it's a sex tape you're uh, you're shilling away for. What 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 is this sex tape of? This is a sex tape that was um, uh huh. Gotten the films of almost uh, quite a while ago by a friend of ours, a friend of mine who shopped it behind my back. We didn't even know it was being done at the time. And it's a sex tape of my wife, Ivanka, who is a Croatian beauty. I've been right. with her for a long time, married to her for three years. She's hot. She's yeah, a I, hot. I, watched, I had all the Bunny Ranch girls around the computer last night. Uh, Joey got caught on tape.com. And Joey, Joey, you you're quite the man. You I've heard all the stories about you, but you you back it up, dude. Thank you, Dennis. I love you for that. Thanks. Hey, Butterfuco, get to the finish, but it works. It feels great. Hey, Butterfuco, pick your favorites: Coke or Pepsi? Um, <laughs> this guy's crazy, man. He's a little Pepsi. bit off. Chocolate or vanilla? <laughs> Both. Rainy days or humping homicidal teen girls? <laughs> oh, homicidal teen girls, you crazy! But yeah, come on, man. I love these guys. Sorry about that. Uh, ass is up to eight forty-five in the morning. Uh, here Johnny, you, you got to put up with this every day with him, don't you? Oh, he's he's fantastic. I, I absolutely you know, love I'm having him. Born and raised in Phoenix, in fact, Tex Earnhardt's my best friend. Is really Tex Earnhardt? No I kidding. He's been my lifelong friend. There you go, man. You might want to not say that. Tex probably doesn't want that one out too hard. Oh, Tex has been to the Bunny Ranch. Tex is a great guy and a good good friend. Thanks, Thanks, uh, Earnhardt. Thanks, Earnhardt. Joey, I want to hook, uh, Joey. You'll love this guy. He's the. He's the, He makes it happen. Well, maybe Tex you could. Uh, maybe you could ride the bull, Joey, in Texas commercials. That could be uh, something people would. Uh, do you know what? Party. I'm going to get that set up. Yeah. Hey, Tex, I'm going to tell you something about Tex, Joey. This guy's been married four times, all to the same Pam, same name. You're kidding, huh? Yep. Hey, Butterfuco, you want to play a game? Nah. Come on, this is a fun game. 
It's called This Is Your Life. Guess who this is? You don't have any idea about my life. I have a great life. Here she is. Hey there, how you doing? I got one guess for you. You have me shot in the face. <laughs> is this what happens in Phoenix? Is it something in the ozone? Who am I? People are crazy. <laughs> I'll give you one guess, you hole. Uh, you know what? I'm going to bring the Bunny Ranch girls into your studio, and and, uh, and, and do you have a guess? Guys straight out. Do you have a guess at all who that is? Anyone? No, not a clue. Not a clue. I'm clueless myself here. I uh, ask anything. <laughs> Want to give the answer? Uh, do you have any more clues? It was Mary Joe. Oh well, I don't have a feeling. I thought I was the guy from Fargo. Different guy. All right, uh, Joey, uh, your uh, your uh, your video is out and for sale right now. It's eight forty seven. Uh, your video is out uh, uh, right now. How much uh, are you charging for your sex tape? Oh, I'm not. The lawyers are working that all out with the with the with the prick who who put this out behind our back, totally unauthorized. But now these attorneys are working it out. So I don't know what the dollar amount is, but um, Joey caught on tape dot com. It's there, and I got a hot wife, and she does the right thing. And let me tell you. Uh, it felt great. At my age, I'm lucky it hit the ground, but the bottom line is it was it's a hot video. Talking about doing things hot. behind your back. <laughs> is that a tape or is that a real guy? Gary, I'm a woman, for God's sakes. This is not funny. I feel bad for all the people in Phoenix. Right? <laughs> Feel bad for the people of Phoenix. What about her? I mean, you want to kill themselves driving and <laughs> listening to that guy. You have no idea the pain in my face. You, let me ask you this: Do you watch Cat House on HBO? I'm familiar with it. Good. Yeah, solid. Very good. Very good stuff. Well, what about your sidekick? Uh, probably not. He's probably too busy running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't watch Cat House because I can't see out of one freaking eye. <laughs> She's not familiar with Cat House for some reason. We got about another thirty seconds, guys. All right. Uh, well, Joey, uh, thanks for being told. We have to wrap it up with you. Gosh, sure. what a privilege it's been to talk to you. And uh, we'll tell Tex you said hi. So, tell Tex. Uh, tell Tex I said hi. Howdy. Any parting words, ass? The uh, Amber Alerts get you hard. All right, that's enough. <laughs> that ain't no bull. All right, uh, we'll I'm talk to you later. I'm going to straighten that guy out. I'm going to give him a threesome at the Bunny Ranch. Get a threesome at the Bunny Ranch? Is everyone yeah. going to? All right. Well, just he's going to get a free one. Me likey. As long as there's a pat down or some sort of a weapons check going in. All right. Thank you for joining us this morning, gentlemen. Hey, it's right, uh, Joey Botafuco. I'll get you. you your morning. <laughs> it's Johnny Midnight in the ass. <laughs> Larry's getting free lunch, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry oh McFeely with the Mary Joe Botafuco. I can't believe that he played along with it. I can't believe he's not guilty at all. <laughs> the man is... Is just totally uncomfort. But, you know, after he makes a few phone calls this afternoon, we have a hit out on us. Yeah, my stomach hurts a little bit. <laughs> uh, I got a threesome to get We are so him. dead. You got a free th- threesome up in the Bunny Ranch. That's Eric. Ne- that's negotiating there. Eric, if you can do an impression of the ass, you can get a three-way up at the Bunny Ranch, no problem. I'm sure Tex Earnhardt's thrilled that these guys <laughs> yeah, are throwing his name they're around. They're endorsing him. <laughs> oh, Being with him all with the Tex. time. Hey, Joey, I'll get you on Texas Bull. It's like 14. Can I get special financing over there or what? <laughs> Can you get Mary Jo hooked up with a focus or something for having shot her in the face? I got problems. The guy has no qualms about it anymore. Any talk about doing I've got one messed up the, eye. The line of the day. Talk about doing things behind your back. That was great.
Thanks for having me Great on the big job, show. There Larry Keeley and the special guest, uh, Mary Jo Buttafuoco, the only man in the country doing a Mary Jo Buttafuoco impression. And doing you. It Any really, guesses really on well. who that is? Ass? Yeah. You got anything? <laughs> you got anything, ass? I'm Steve Buscemi from Fargo. <laughs> you should see the other guy. Holy Moses. Was I'm going to go write my last will and yeah, testament. Yeah, you're you're going to get whacked. I'm uh, going to get whacked. You know what's funny, though? We've got Vesley on overnight, so he's got an in on all this Italian That's whacking. So That's true. Might get a, a well, I apologize for Phoenix uh, I mean, you via Joey Buttafuoco. Sorry, Phoenix. Yes. I got through at yes. least six. Do Amber Alerts get you hard? Well, <laughs> well played. Well played, my friend. Vowing our solemn promise. I believe when we cracked the mics the very first time at KUPD, we said... First off, we're not here to replace Pratt. And second, I swear to you, we'll never seriously interview a pedophile. So just following through on our earliest promise of all. Uh, yeah, it there's wasn't the, serious. There it was. <laughs> he wasn't. It wasn't serious. We will never seriously interview a pedophile on this show. Next week, John Mark Carr. <laughs> well, he didn't do anything, really. <laughs> so I'd like of. to chat with that guy that for a little That we know of. That's true. He has not been caught yet. But uh, there you go. Johnny Midnight and the ass. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, one of our favorites. And with the Joey Buttafuoco. Johnny Midnight in the Ass. Your favorite DJ. Whoa, whoa, what's hit me in the face? What is that? 98 KUPD. Arizona's real rock. They're on vacation. Why aren't you? Here's another best of moment from Holmberg's Morning Sickness. 98 KUPD. And it is President's Day, ladies and gentlemen, so we must honor our presidents. Now everybody always thinks back at presidents and how great they've all been and some of the bad ones and a couple scandals here and again. But what we don't realize is Clinton's the only one that's been caught. All of them are boning on the side. All of them. Women love power. Women love power. And I have a list of all these uh, deals where uh, the presidents have been boning like crazy. A little philandering presidential trivia. That's hard to say. And we have one of our uh, favorite people outside. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States of America, Mr. George Bush. How's that work? How you doing? Good morning, my fellow Americans and the millions of illegal citizens here in Arizona. What up, G-Dubs? How are you, Eric? It's a good move there, selling off your wife. I guess Lincoln's little Emancipation Proclamation applies to everybody but you. If you auction off your broad for dough, make your life easier. That's a good move. I like it. Maybe you should uh, make that into law, like where we can... Like you can pay for uh, debt by auctioning off your wife. Yeah. To the, Since that's, the economy's struggling, that could be your stimulus package. Now that's socialism at its finest, Eric. I'm in trouble. I need people with money to come bail me out. I'll give you my wife for a day. Now that is America. That's that's engine... That's that's Indian... Well, we all don't have oil money like that's, you, uh, That's uh, Indian... Indianuity. Indian... In, in your... Ingenuity. That's in your nuity. Correct. That's yeah. in your nuity. There's a mystiquery about that that I think I can get behind. And Brady, that's big of you to offer up your pregnant broad as well. Yeah, I'm going back and forth on that. Well, don't, because you went back and forth on her and that's how she got pregnant. That's true. It's on you right now. That's pretty good. Holmberg and Toledo, step up to the plate. Drop some bitches for switches and get some dough out of this thing. You know what I'm saying? Trying to come up with something, sir. I, Good luck to you. Drawing blanks. I'll tell you right now, Eric, that I would make a bid on your wife if Laura wouldn't kill me first. Most every president has had sex on the side, even the one in the wheelchair. You haven't? No woman wants this guy. Really? Women crave power, not idiots. Wouldn't you be more worried about Babs coming down on you? 
With the bug eyes? Yeah, I have nightmares about my mom's eyes. That would be an awful, awful thing. So yeah, I don't want that to happen either. So I am loyal. Because never. next thing you know, you're cheating on your wife and you're doing lines of coke off some hooker's boobs. It's like 70s all over again. Well, you've done that before. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't want to fall back into that trap. That was a deep well, Eric. That's a nice tie you're wearing. Who got that for you? This tie here? Yeah. An intern actually got me this tie. Wow. Interesting. His name was Robert, as I only hire Robert the intern. I only hire men as interns. I can't have a female-ified internship program. So a guy's giving you a gift? Yeah. Hmm. A gift of tie. (laughs) And then he got under the desk and gave me a Hummer. I don't think Laura will care about that. (laughs) Because if you got two wangs in one room, it ain't cheating as far as I'm concerned, right? Good point. You and Larry Craig are good friends. So long as he doesn't watch me finish. I think that's when you're gay, is when you actually see another man's stuff. As long as you don't finish, you're fine. Yeah, you fire the yummy gun into another dude, you're gay. Then we can't be married. Sorry I asked about the tie. It's a nice tie, though. Thanks. You ready to play, George? got hearts on it. (laughs) Robert loves me. People should know about their presidents. They're philandering presidents. presidents. They're all from Philadelphia. That's why they're Philadelphian presidents. Yeah. What he said. Philorandering. They're randy. That's where that word comes from. I don't know if you knew that. Philorandering. It makes you randy because you're philorandering. Right? That really makes it clear. Thank you. Clears it up. You're from Philadelphia. You're randy. You're philorandian. I don't know where it comes from. Craig, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you this morning, Craig? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Happy President's Day. Hey, happy President's yeah, Day. That's right. It only counts for me because actually I'm a president, unless you own your own company or something. No, I don't own my own company. Are you president of a nation I do not know about? <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Then happy President's Day to me only right now on this call, right? You have right? to be a jerk about it. Well, think... he's technically has wished a happy President's Day, but he doesn't need it. I think Craig has altered his voice to protect the innocent. Craig, yeah. are you on one of those uh, true-life crime dramas where you have blue dot for a face? No, voice no, no. Up, I think you are. You sound like uh, Witness X. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. Witness, Witness X, X, huh? Man, that's spooky. That works for me. Just ask right. him the questions. Witness X, I'll give you some multiple choice questions about presidents banging other broads. You ready for it? Hey, I'm ready. Which, well, that's, in, yeah. Which president created a scandal when he married his wife, who was uh, not officially divorced from her first husband? Was it Andrew Jackson? Theodore Roosevelt, James Polk, Herbert Hoover. He married his wife while she was still married. Wasn't even a Mormon like Mitt Romney. And what's the answers again? Jeez, man. Andrew Jackson, Theodore Roosevelt, James Polk, and Herbert Hoover. Uh, Hoover. I say Hoover. It's a terrible guess. Sorry about that. You're out. It's as easy as that. Man, that guy sounds scary. Yeah, he does. Poke your head under bed and see. That's a boogeyman right there. You just put the boogeyman on the line. Hi there. Who's this? Kenneth? This is Kenneth. How are you, man? What's the frequency? Um, What's the frequency, Kenneth? (laughs) Stabbing Dan Rather in the 80s with Brady's jokes. (laughs) Nice. REM reference as well. I'm hip. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Which president created a scandal when he married his wife, who was not officially divorced from her first husband? We know it's not Hoover, so don't say Hoover. Jackson. Jackson. That's right. Yes. How'd nice. you do that? 
the philanderer. He's a, he's a Philly Randler. <laughs> that's right. You know, I like a Philly Randy cheesesteak. Oh, that's good. You like Man, the real deal, good. don't you? Yeah. Real deal, holy field. Cheese whiz on it? You like the cheese whiz? I like cheese whiz. Yeah. It's natural. That's why. It comes from a farm of cheese whiz that I subsidize. How would you say that in Espanol? El guapo whizzo. El gordo El cheese-o. guapo le queso. El guapo le queso. Handsome cheese. Si. Si. Me amo, it's George. Uh, <laughs> me presidente. <laughs> Sounds like a good margarita. Uh, 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 bueno el presidente hoy. Viva la bush. Right? I don't know. Just do the next question, George. Which president was known for a harem of young, attractive White House secretaries? Was it Kennedy or Johnson? Kennedy. Idiot. That's too easy. (laughs) Kennedy couldn't have hot chicks all over the place. He had to have uggos and bang hotties on the side. Johnson had the chicks. He's out. Frank, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Happy President's Day, Frank, right? Right. Except for to you. Except for what? Except for to you. You're not the president of anything. I'm the president of my house. (laughs) Who elected you? I bet you if there was a vote, you'd lose. I'm a tyrant. You don't retire from presidency. Oh, he's a tyrant. (laughs) Oh, I thought he said he was Italian. (laughs) Then you'd be a czar, I think. (laughs) Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, what president was linked with Betsy Walker, the wife of the neighbor of a neighbor? Actually lived next door to the presidential headquarters at the time. Was it George Washington or Thomas Jefferson? By the way, she was black. Jefferson. Yeah, that's right, because he dug brown sugar. How come you taste so good? Did you know that? Thomas Jefferson used to nail black chicks on the side all the time? Yeah. You ever do a black girl, Mr. Oh, President? Yeah. Have you done black girl there, Frank? Yeah, I got them lined up. Black girls lined up? Yeah. They don't have chains in their ankles, do they? Because that's illegal now. Well, you know. Don't say you got black people lined up. That's not right. That doesn't sound nice, really. Remember that, honest. All right. George Washington is known to have declared his love for his best friend's wife. Was it Sarah Fairchild, Sally Fairfax, or Mary French? And I'll tell you, it's not two of them. (laughs) That's your hint. Um... Sally Fairfax or the other two? That's right. Nice job. Now for the clincher. You get this one right, you qualify for a Mustang. What are you writing down over there, Trouble? Brady has a joke. I was trying to guess. Teleprompter. Are you Mexican-American, Frank? Yes, I am. Are you really? Can you prove that? Uh, Yeah, I can. With documents that Uh, aren't aren't written in crayon? Oh, well, then I'm out. Where do you work? I work at a machine shop. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, well, anyway. Questiano number trace. What president was rumored to have an affair with his aide, Jennifer Fitzgerald? Was it Gerald Ford or George H.W. Bush? That's my daddy. Ford. Well, it says here that that's that's wrong, but I got to tell you what, I think that's your dad? That's my dad. Uh-oh. Having the affair? Is my dad nailing some bra? Do you know her, Fitzgerald? Yeah. She's a lot better looking than my bug-eyed mom, though, that's for sure. Sorry about that, Frank. You're out, too. You got two out of three. My daddy had an affair. Rumored. I'll tell you what. Hi there, who's this? Steve. Steve, how are you this morning? I'm all right. Happy President's Day, Steve. Um, happy President's Day to you. Only to me. 
Well, no, actually, I own my own company. So. Are you the president? Yes. And CEO of what? Boston Quality Electric. See, I own my own country. Well, you're doing better than I am. Happy President's Day to me. Wait a minute. You don't own the country. I'm President of the United States of America. You're just you're renting it for a little while. Uh-uh. I don't pay. I get paid. I own this well, We bitch. know that. Getting paid strong, too. All right. Are you ready, El President? You going to make it Steve? rain today, Mr. President? I'm thinking about going to a strip club and make it rain. <laughs> I watched the uh, NBA All-Star game. I'm feeling a little bit ghetto. All right. Are you ready, Presidente Esteban? Sure. All right. Here we go. Monica Lewinsky blew this guy. Clinton. That's right. Took nice. you a second there. Guess that wasn't on your president of your own company test. Well, I was kind of waiting for the multiple choice. No. What would you need multiple choice for I unless like you're it. four years old? <laughs> Jeez, I don't remember that far back. Was it er, uh, Gore? Come on. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Wow, that's crazy. All right, this president refuted rumors he was romantically involved with one of his slaves, Sally Hemings. But there's whispers about it among his presidency that her baby was his. Washington, Jefferson, or Monroe? Jefferson, we know, loved the brown sugar. Well, then I'll have to go with Jefferson. Great answer, genius. You don't have to give him the answer. Come on. got to make it kind of hard. All right. You're too nice a guy, George. I guess so. Sort of, kind of. I voted for you. He's always been. Did you vote for me? Yeah. Do you regret it? <laughs> Do you? Mm-hmm. No. A little, little bit. Not at the moment. Well, not currently. Yeah. It's better than the option we had at the time. John Flip Flop Carry, like a fish on a deck. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Which president's mother cut off his allowance when she found out he was having an affair with his social secretary? Franklin Roosevelt or Dwight Eisenhower? Now, this is easy if you think about it. Actually, no, it's not. Um, Roosevelt or Eisenhower's mom cut him off because he's having an affair with his wife's secretary. Eisenhower. Man, oh, shit. It was a one in the chair, man. You believe that? Oh, so close. Because remember, his wife was a bull day. I meant Roosevelt. Yeah, he was in a wheelchair. I don't know how he did it. But his wife was a, a mean, vicious lesbian. Comes out later. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? All right. Sorry about that. You're out too. Nobody wins. How do you know all this stuff? This is when you're president. You got to know this kind of stuff. You got to get edified. Book of secrets. Educationized. I've been educationizing all this stuff as El Presidente. Don't you know about the book of secrets? The book of secrets. Yeah. Oh no. When you're president, you're handed a book of secrets. Didn't you see the Nicolas Cage thing? What'd you do with your book of secrets? I read it. Did you? And I put it in a secret location. Secret location. It has the secrets of nightstand. all the presidents. That's right. Evidently, Gerald Ford used to eat glue. Did you just say the secret locations in your nightstand? Shut up, Eric. <laughs> What's the matter with you? I can't believe that you, That was Eric. a secret. I is, told you that as a secret. Is it locked with like any code or anything? There's or like a, it's a diary with a little key on it, like little girls have. Oh, it's a key. Where's the key? Secret. You did your... Uh, Right under the diary, you? actually. <laughs> you did. You put your date of birth in there, didn't you? In the year for the code. Well, in order for me to remember where it is, I've put a sign <laughs> up that says "Book of Secrets Not Here." <laughs> Don't look here for Book of Secrets. And that's how I remember. There's the Book of Secrets that's, hiding place. That's good. That's intelligent. No one ever looked there because it says not to. You know. Happy President's Day to who? 
to you. That's right. Is there a song for it? Not really. Because I'm going to the Olive Garden today. And I'm going to make them sing happy. It's, you know, it's my President's Day. You feel like a little tour of Italy? Yeah, I'm going to tour of Italy with a side of uh, calamari. Don't skimp on the sauce and a Diet Pepsi. Or Coke. It doesn't matter. I like them both. I'm out of here, guys. It's President's Day. It's time to Thanks get liquored coming, up. Thanks for coming, W. Bone broad. We didn't give any away. I don't feel like it. You're done? Yes. The Mustang belongs to me. We'll get Caliendo in here. Maybe he'll finish up for us. Yeah. Call him up. Could you get Cheney in here? Yeah, I could, but he's uh, busy. It's not Vice President's Day. He's keeping the car warm. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I die in the next six hours, then he's got nothing to celebrate today except for me. It's President's Day. Say All hey. hail me. Say hey to Pooty Poot. Yeah, Putin. It's President Putin. He's getting the day today, too. Presidents only. All right, peace out, bitches. It's President's Day. See you at bombshells, broad bitches. Man, he just doesn't... He's celebrating he President's phoning Day. phoning in this last six well, months. Why, why wouldn't he? He can't Eight wait. months. He cannot possibly. What do you do for President's Day for the president? I don't know. Maybe strip Laura. Club? He's out yeah. in a boat. Some ice cream up in Canada. He can't hit the strip club. Sure he can. The strippers come to him. Yeah. He's in Africa he's right gotta now. He's got to be a pole he? in the White Is he still in Africa? Yeah. He's, he's in Africa. There? He's yeah. going to get some brown sugar over there. Oh, no. He was dancing. He's just here. And it's a long flight. <laughs> it is a long a flight. long flight. <laughs> but evidently, the, the lesson learned here is every president bones. Someone other than their ugly first lady wives. Every one of them. Even the one in the wheelchair got in trouble from his mother for boning somebody. And we wasted tax dollars because Clinton got caught. Only president I know. Still getting his allowance from mommy. I know. That was the thing, though. His mom cut him off from... Well, you cut him cut off from that Roosevelt money, though. That was what he was... The yeah, allowance a, wasn't $10 a, a week. That was like... This is Roosevelt, though. You're cut out of the well, is what that meant. Oh, geez, I better stop boning this chick. She's not worth it. One more time. One more time, and I'm out. But he was in a wheelchair. His tongue worked. Big pimping. Thanks, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> you know where you got that line. Straight out of Born on the Fourth of July. And then Willem Dafoe did that thing. <laughs> Enjoy your Cheerios after that visual. It's 98 KUPD. Happy President's Day. They are the most powerful thing on the planet. The best of the morning sickness is on the air. 98 KUPD. This is the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Happy vacation to us! Ah, it's John Holmberg here. Uh, it's the best of stuff, which basically means we're not here and you're listening to old stuff. That's fine. Here comes the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. I feel like it's a joke, but it isn't. It's a, uh, it's a, For one of my idols, one of the guys that I think of uh, when I think of just awesome. Uh, he's a top fiver on there, and he's on the phone with us. This can't be real. It's Nicholas Cage, everybody. Nicholas Cage, are you there? 
Hi, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for inviting me on your show. We, this is an awesome uh, deal to have you on the show. And uh, I have to tell you that uh, you, sir, are one of my idols. Oh, uh, well, thank you for watching my movies. <laughs> no problem. And the reason you're one of my idols is because you've had almost every hot Hollywood uh, supergirl uh, either oh, on yeah. you or naked with you or you're kissing them, which is a great thing about acting is you get to pretend uh, like you're pretending. I, I have I have been very fortunate to work with some of the uh, most uh, attractive and talented uh, actresses in, in the universe. I, I must admit I'm blessed in that department. Absolutely blessed in that department. I have to also tell you that uh, you've infiltrated my life because when I try to pretend or get emotional, I do something I call get cagey. <laughs> Which is like uh, we do we do little videos for the for the station sometimes, and the guy who usually is taping me do them says you're doing it again, and I find that when we watch the video back, I'll start going, "Hey, you're listening to KUPD, baby girl," and I start uh, acting like you to be uh, to try because that's how I see acting. It's well, I'm, I feel very uh, very honored that you would think of me in the, in that way, and uh, thank you for doing that. Now, do you call everybody baby girl in real life? Because that's how I picture you uh, saying Because um, it's not just anymore. <laughs> Maybe about twenty years ago, but not so much anymore. For my sake, can you call me baby girl throughout the interview? You will always be my baby girl. That's what I wanted. That's all I needed. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, what's going on in Nicolas Cage's life outside Ghost? Rider 2 is coming out, and you got that. And uh, what's happening? Because there's a lot of news about you saying, you know, who knows what's uh, going on for you. You had to sell a castle. You're, you're doing I'll tell that. you what's going on for me outside of Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Everything right now is Spirit of Vengeance. I have been consumed by this right. for the last month and a half. Did you really have to sell a castle? Uh, this is something that's that's you know old news. I mean, it happened a while ago. I I uh, I'm a, I do not have any castles in my life. Yeah, it seems right. like I, I'm always connected to either castles or comic books or right. cars. I mean, but no, no, I, I have no castles, no comic books, and uh, I, I have a Dodge Ram pickup truck. Awesome. See, that's kind of an awesome thing. And I kind of and I kind of wonder, like, from your perspective, when when something is so personal and it bleeds out into TMZ and everybody knows about like whatever is happening in your life. I always take it with a grain of salt that there's 7,000 things I'm being told one's probably true. Keep that grain of salt. You yeah. know, I mean, these guys have a job to do and they do it, but you really you're really right to see take it with a grain of salt. I mean, not not everything you read is true and I know you already know that. Yeah, because well, because the thing about the castle was what really sparked me because I'm like there's no possible way you get a real estate agent, you put up a sign. <laughs> There was a time in my life when I was interested in that. I liked old architecture and I wanted to experience it, but I don't. It's not. It's a time that's come and gone. Yeah. So what do you do for fun? Well, right now, you know, I have a very stringent life insurance contract for the next five years, so my fun has been radically reduced. <laughs> I'm not allowed to ride motorcycles unless I'm working. I'm not allowed to go scuba diving. I'm not allowed to hang glide. So, so I, basically, I consign myself to spending time with my family and, and reading books when I can. And that's, I guess, uh, all right by you. That, that is fine. You know, there's plenty of great books to read. I mean, I do hope to get a bike again one day and be able to go flat out on a highway, but uh, those 
that's a few years out yet. Yeah. Now, what is your favorite? This is one I always want to know. What's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie people really don't know about? Because you've been in a thousand movies. What's one that, because I got one, and I want to see how you feel about it, but I want your answer first. Um, I I really liked Face Off and Vampire's Kiss and uh, Adaptation. These are movies that spark uh, to me, uh, but I, I don't. I don't watch my movies anymore. I, when I make a movie, I look at it one time just because everybody worked very hard on it, and then I move on. Right, because yeah, Vampire's Kiss is my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, very cool. No, yeah. thank you. I, I, that one I am fond of because it was such an early period in my career. I, I had just done Moonstruck, and from yeah. there, I went against my agent at the time's wishes and went right into Vampire's Kiss because I thought it was a wonderfully punk rock yeah. kind of experience. And he was like, no, you're not really going to put cheap plastic fangs in your mouth, are you? And, <laughs> and I said, yeah, I, I really think I am. This, this script is not like anything I've ever read before. I've got to have a have a go at it. And you deliver in that one beyond. I mean, it's so it's so like I say, cagey. And by the way, you haven't called me baby girl for a while. It's so it's so wildly <laughs> cagey. Yeah, no, it's 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 everything you want from Nicolas Cage and a performance on top. It's just it's perfect. Well, I I appreciate that. Thanks for watching it, and no I, I hope more people will discover it. I guess now with the advent of YouTube and all these sort of like uh, montages that they have, they, they keep hearkening back to Vampire's Kiss. So maybe more people will will discover that movie now. Have you ever seen the picture that was on the internet of you and the, the uh, Civil War guy? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm trying to be polite when I say this. I think he looks pretty slowed down. <laughs> I guess, I guess, because I'm looking at it right now. So what you're saying is he's the the special Nicholas Cage. He's the slowed Nicholas Cage. Like if they did I Am Sam too, this is the thing that you'd do makeup for. I I think he would be good for that. Part. Okay, I see what you're saying. Did did it spark your curiosity? Do you think you even look like the guy? I mean, there is a resemblance. I'll give him that. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm certainly, he may be a long-lost ancestor, but right. I, I'm certainly not a vampire because of that photograph. Yeah, and that, that was my next question. Yeah. Of, uh, 21 chromosomes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we call him 21 Cage. That's how I mean, The only thing, you know, people seem to love the idea of thinking of me as a vampire right now. I don't know why that is. I guess vampires are popular with Twilight and all that, and they need to pick somebody to be their vampire, but you know, I, I, I swear I get up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I just wish I did not have a reflection. <laughs> I do. So another question I had for you, because, uh, again, I, I'm not going to have a lot of time. Kick-Ass 2. Kick-Ass is one of the best uh, action uh, superhero movies ever made beyond Batman or anything else. Just a, a classically awesome story. Your character in that steals the show. Awesome deal. Are they going to do another one? Well, I, I heard talk about it. I, I certainly won't be yeah, in you can do it. dead <laughs> yeah. but in that character. But, but um, yeah, I had fun making that movie. Matthew Vaughn, the director, he he showed me the... He wanted to see if I wanted to wear a black u utility belt or a yellow one that looked just like the one that Adam West wore in the yeah. original TV show in the 60s. And I said, well, we've got to go with that. <clears throat> and why stop there? Why don't we just have him imitate Adam West when he's in character? It was phenomenal. And, and hilarious and, and, and kind of dark in its own weirdness. But I think maybe in Kick-Ass 2, just so your character comes back, we find out you didn't die in the fire. You just were, quote, slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, now that's a movie I would make. <laughs> there you go. See, that's what I'm talking about. Oscar no, it's winner. just absolutely. And you're an Oscar winner. How does that feel with the Oscars right around the corner? What is the feeling you get, A, nominated, or is it something that everybody kind of blows up outside of the world of motion pictures and, um, and thinks it's you know, such a I mean, movie? it's always nice to be recognized by your peers, and that was a wonderful night. But I I think that it's, it's very hard to say anyone is the best performance. It's not like a, an Olympic race. I mean, art is always subjective. People right. get different things from, from different characters. I mean, the only way you could really do it and have it be fair is if everybody played the same part right. and then you judged which one made you feel the most. What movie do you wish you were in? Um, you know, any any part of any time? You know, that's a good question. I mean, the, the, it's been uh, brought to the public's attention that I, I did not uh, act in Lord of the Rings, which um, it's true that they uh, offered me uh, one of the parts in that movie, and I couldn't do it because at the time I was actively involved uh, raising uh, my family, and I couldn't go to New Zealand for three years. But, right. but the truth is, if I had been in the movie, I wouldn't watch it because I don't look at my own movies, and so now I get the, the, the true enjoyment of watching those movies annually because I'm an enormous uh, right. uh, fan of that those movies. So in a way, Lord of the Rings, if things had worked out, would be the one you're like, man, I kind of wish I could I would have loved to have been a part of it, but again, I wouldn't have the the vicarious of ex experience of, of, of watching it as a, f a film enthusiast. So it, I, I, I kind of like it the way it is. You know how yeah. stupid my answer is? I would say The Rock. Because I get to hang out with Sean Connery and Vanessa Marcel. How 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 much more do you need ever? Well, well Sean is he's he, I I think of him kind of like an uncle. I mean, I I love him, and he's he, I consider him to be a great friend, and uh, he's somebody that I I just was thrilled to work with. Yeah. Now I see. I always picture him kind of to be a little bit dirty, like you know, I, I would have pushed it through the floor, boy. Where were you with Vanessa Marcel? Uh, he's. He, it's funny because, like, I have a cell phone and I, I can't. It doesn't always work. Like, if I'm in the Bahamas, for some reason, it goes on the blink, and and he'll tell me I tried to call you and your cell phone. In the air, I have to dump that. <laughs> Nicholas Cage just said the f bomb on our show. Awesome. Man, I, I, you know, we need to get rid of this FCC nonsense. <laughs> that was a great moment. Well, and you it, can bleep that, can you? Yeah, I bleeped yeah, it. I got, but I would rather have people just be able to hear grown up words. Yeah. You know, it doesn't bother me at all, and it shouldn't bother anyone else. Yeah. You know? There you go. Okay, we got to wrap up. They're telling us to wrap up. Nicholas Cage, would you like to share with us the last time that you had uh, a moment that makes you feel like one of us, where you were uh, you were struggling to uh, not have an accident in your pants? Not have a what? You're not having. We always ask people this because you're a superstar and we're normal people, so we like to make you feel like you're you know normal again. When was the last time Nicholas Cage had an accident in his <laughs> pants? Because we've all experienced it. Um. Yeah, th this is not anything that I would want to go public with. <laughs> there we go. All right, well, if you don't want to. Well, so <laughs> Betty White did. <laughs> and that's where we'll leave that. <laughs> Nicholas, thank you so much. Wait, wait, what's hit me in the face? What is that? 98 KUPD, Arizona's Real Rock. Another public service announcement from... This is Brady for Holmberg's Morning Sickness, and you're listening to... Blah, Marble... Hey, this is Brady. Shut up! Laugh like you almost did the first time. Here's the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. I'm 98 KUPD. This is how the justice system should work all the time, I think. In Orlando, Florida, two attorneys are battling. 
an insurance claims case. For some reason, they would not compromise on where the best place would be for one witness to give a sworn statement. So the federal judge made his ruling. They'll decide the location with a game of Rochambeau. Really? Rochambeau. That'll, t- that'll take place. Rock, paper, scissors will take place on June 20th at 4 p.m. Neutral site. If the attorneys can't agree on this neutral site, then the game will happen in the courthouse on the courthouse steps. Whatever, uh, Whichever lawyer wins the game will get to choose where the witness gives his sworn statement. Don't you guys know that's how George Bush does all his decisions? <laughs> Rochambeau in the White you, House. Uh, Bomberacify or uh, or not? What's that one? one, two, three, shoot! Scissor, scissor. Uh, the judge also now says what? if uh, if it is a tie out of two out of three rounds, then they will go to a game of hide and seek. Yep. All right, Cheney. Counting. When I get to ten, I'm gonna find you. If I find you in less than twenty minutes, we bomb the crap out of Syria. The same judge decides on DUI cases with a game of kick the can. All right, George, I'm uh, I'm hiding. Well, that's stupid, Cheney. I can hear you. You don't tell me when you're hiding. You just go hide. Oh, I misunderstood. Huh? Bushy yelling Red Rover to Cheney. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ready or not, here I come. <laughs> you play with a shotgun? Where is he? <laughs> I hear you laughing, Cheney. Keep laughing. We're going to bomb Siri by 3 o'clock. <laughs> oh, crap. There you are. You got to quit playing with that thing, man. Ladies those, and gentlemen, fellow Americans. It's those uh, beers for lunch. That yep. <laughs> Cheney and I got drunk today, played hide-and-seek, and found him in 18 minutes. Good night, Syria. <laughs> Surprising move. The president and Dick Cheney's hide-and-seek game turns into war. You know, you knock that method, but, of course, uh, Nancy Reagan was always looking at the stars yeah, for her. it's no different. Magic 8-Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Should I take over Canada? That's true. <laughs> Son, say no. Maybe tomorrow. According to uh, Let's Talk, which is a um, company that does surveys, 40% of people talk on the phone or their cell phone on the toilet. I was just having this issue. This I issue? Di- I discovered. You did it? I, I find that to be one of the finer places to make a few phone calls. I don't unless, know when that happened. Unless you got a case of the diarrhea, then doesn't matter. Be in trouble. I have a mute button on my phone. And the really? Other day, the other day, I was on the phone. Mute, mute, let it. I, I'm, you want the full audio? Having my whole front yard re-landscaped, and I was talking to the guy running the show on the phone, and I'm unloading Honey Bear Barbecue. Oh, and I just right. remember sitting there thinking, oh, oh, nice visual. oh, oh, this is going to get ugly. And I hit mute while he was talking. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh huh. No, I agree. Mute. <laughs> Sounds good. Case. We'll uh. Disgusting. We'll see you the uh, what tomorrow? <laughs> well, no, that was my dog. Unmuted. And, Blame it uh, on the dog. And forget about bringing over that extra potting soil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get some really rich stuff. Yeah, I, I poop and talk. Pretty much when I'm on the phone with you, that's what I'm doing. Otherwise, I really don't have time to be on the phone. I don't care to be on the phone too much. So. I'm pooping. If, if I'm on the phone with you, just wait for the flush because it's on the way. Boys, here's your educational nugget of the day. 
Did you know prophylactic chia were used in the 1600s? Rubbers? Correct. Prophylactics Uh-oh. in the 1600s. You ready for this? The Tyrolean County Museum in Austria it's has the, the oldest one. surviving condom that dates all the way back to 1640. It was in Eric's wallet. Used? <laughs> it was used and had the, uh, no, um, the condom was found in Sweden. It's made of pig intestine. It also came with a original user's manual written in Latin. Wow. Which instructs the user to put the condom in warm milk before using it to uh, so as to avoid diseases. Does that still work? Got a picture. Of, of the original condom? A, yeah, there it is. The OC original condom. Comes with straps at the bottom. Strings. Good idea. Pig intestine. Little elastic uh, strap-on. That's a great idea. It's not bad. And you know what the good thing about it is after you're done? Bacon. Oh. <laughs> that is quite possibly the grossest thing you've ever said. Oh, Brady. <laughs> Even that goes to the... Goes oh, to the dude. Brady Bogan. What is wrong with your mind? I wonder if that's how they pork. came up with salt pork. Put it on. I want you. No way. I'm eating this. If things really heat up, it'll smell like bacon. I think. It's getting hot. Oh, my God. I'm going to lose it. It smells like bacon in this mother. That's how he... Turn that's on the what, skillet. That's what you going, though. You're going, bacon, 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 bacon. Oh, I'm going to... I'm going to... i got to get this thing off. <laughs> I don't want to wreck it. Bacon strips. Oh, he's just frying them up. Want some breakfast? breakfast. Yeah. Give me my music. It's oh, we time. got Wild America. Here yes. it comes. All right, here we go. Very excited. Hello, my friends. It's not just Wild America today. It's Wild World. Really? Yes. Thank you. I'm Brady Bogan. A student told uh, the paper yesterday that he lost his mobile phone because he was mugged by an angry flock. A what? An angry flock of geese. (laughs) Sam Rizzotti is his name. The angry geese. They attacked him. Four birds attacked him. Pecked him so hard he dropped his phone. The one bird grabbed the mo- mobile phone and disappeared in the undergrowth. Well, that would make me angry. England. For sure. It did. They flew over and started biting my hand, he said. I dropped the phone. He went <laughs> back in the woods after him. He could not find his phone. The angry geese got him. <laughs> I miss that whole story. I'm well, What's new? Yeah. When a grown-up says angry, <laughs> tries to pass over it. Good news, the U.S. bald eagle population soars. Oh, I get it. Possibly delisted. Off the endangered species? Correct. So we can start poaching them again? They'll soon be served in your local restaurants. (laughs) Mm, There are now 9,789 breeding pairs of bald eagles in the lower 48 states. Cool. Minnesota tops the list. They have over 1,300 pairs of the white-headed birds. Nothing quite as glorious as seeing a bald eagle. In person. Boy, they're all over it's now. It's unreal. In South Africa, environmental inspectors repeatedly, they found 10 VCR video cartridges were being sent out inside the cartridges. Venomous snakes. <laughs> they seized the package in Johannesburg. They found the uh, snakes 
all the snakes that were uh, mailed were all there's no anti venom form. This is how these lethal are just these killer. snakes. Snakes on a plane. The snakes were snakes? there were three albino monocle cobras. They're from Southern Asia. There are three Arabian or Palestinian. They're called Saul scaled Nubian spitting cobras. Those snakes hate Jews. And two taipans. Those are the ones that they name uh, in Australia. They name their basketball team after it, and it scared people. Well, the taipans are found in Papua New Guinea. They're considered to be the most ven- venomous snake. Oops, oops, that's the wrong stuff. Sorry, Brady. They intended uh, the parcels. They didn't know they were being shipped to someone, but basically the snakes were worth about 1400 bucks. Some idiot wanted to start his collection of... Yikes, of crazy killer human snakes. Small enough human to go in, in the video... Cartridge, the taipans are the the Cairns taipans in Australia is a basketball team, and they they thre- they said we got to change the name of this team. That, this, that snake scares the crap out of people because I guess it's just so insanely lethal and tight. It's like a worm. And I believe they're chewers when they bite. They, they just uh, gnaw on you. Yeah, they really. Hook, they hook in. Well, oh. you, you can't, so they they drop you. Oh, sweet. That was wild, South Africa, Brady. Are you still going back to the states? The final story. If you want to party this weekend, I've got the place to head. Get a uh, round-trip ticket. Well, maybe you'll Frequent stay flyer. after there. To Wisconsin. On Saturday, more than three 300 people. The ninth annual Tesco Festival. <laughs> At Mama's Place, Bar and Grill, and Elderon. It's a central part of Wisconsin. Are we eating them or showing them? All you can eat. Deep-fried goat, lamb, and bull gonads. Oh. Nancy Fenske, who founded the festival, she says attendance grows every year. It already happened, unfortunately, because it was oh, the last Saturday. Oh, you missed it. They fried up more than 100 pounds of the animal junk. 58-year-old Butch Jobert says he likes the fried gonads on bread with tartar sauce. Oh. Tartar sauce and he says they taste like meatballs. After a few then beers, you can really... You can't really tell the difference. No, they don't taste like meatballs. No, I've had two versions of nuts. Really? I had turkey nuts, which is the weirdest mm. thing in the world, deep fried. Were they big? No. Well, surprisingly bigger than I thought. I'll be honest with you there. They look like calamari without the without the tentacles. That had to have been a black turkey. Yeah, it was a couple of definitely the black turkeys. But then uh, I had the uh, goat ones, and I didn't know it. And you know there's something fishy going on. Once you bite through the deep-fried part, and it's all slick. Doesn't it pop? It pops. It Yeah, and all, yeah, all over. And it's just... Shut up. You know what it. it's like? You know what it tastes like? You ever eat those cherry tomatoes and have them... They squirt? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's oh. how the... They were laughing at you, huh? Oh, everybody's giggling away. What am I eating? Cold? A couple of bowls. There, that's I never a... had the bowl ones. you got to actually cut those. You can maybe down two of those. Yeah, but those are, those are not pop them in your mouth and enjoy a snack. No. That's a meal. Bull nut is large. That's like a big Yukon gold potato. Whose idea was that? And then to make a sandwich out of balls? I can kind of see women maybe getting into that a little bit. Really? Well, you know, kind of that whole fantasy of emasculating a man and pretending it's their husband and just... Because you know a few times that we've done the old tea bag and they've wanted to just tear them off. It's probably happened. It probably has. But uh, you'll be so the we first be, to know when it does. We should be eating the fried <laughs> V is what you're saying. 
<laughs> exactly. Why don't we eat that? How come there's no fried bees? <laughs> well, no, you can do nobody's the, chopping you can do those the, uh, off. Yeah, you do the ovaries, Eric. <laughs> yeah, ovaries. Yeah, well, eggs and yeah. nuts for breakfast. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, because that's basically what they're doing. They're just taking the reproductive area out of there. We're not taking out. Why can't we eat the bees? <laughs> well, wouldn't that be a little supposed chewy? to anyway? It might be. Would it? I don't know. Maybe I they'll make so. hubba bubba out of it, Eric. We don't want to eat that. Yeah, I guess Why? they could, they could you? turn you around and eat rectum, you know? We could. Rectum nearly. You could eat anything. No, no, no. You're missing it. They, am I cu- missing? they cut the balls off to keep it from having sex with the other one. So then the animal's still right, alive. Right, the animal usually is alive. You cut you cut the V out of a woman, Eric. She's going to have a much. tough not time. not talking about a woman. <laughs> oh, you were talking about animal. Oh. Animal Vs. <laughs> God. What's wrong with you guys? Kind of the same thing. You know what I like? Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> you guys are idiots. He's talking about this horrendous <laughs> act, this hideous mangling of you genitals of the animal. Like, what, what I'm talking about? He's sensitive enough, sensitive enough to just consider it a V. He won't say vagina because that's just wrong. But you're talking about deep frying it and eating animal it. V. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and that's what they do when they fix them. There are female. No, there's not female bulls. There female no bulls. Fem- Did you no. just wow. say that? female bulls are yeah. cows? Yep. There are. F- <laughs> Good wow. one, ladies and gentlemen. Human. Put that in a cage. You guys are idiots. There's female bucks. Come on. There's female dudes out there. Let's eat their V's. Let's, Eric. I'm just saying. indeed. Brady. So Eric, we'll close it off if if we get a you know. Some oh, ovaries, me. So some angry. female goat <laughs> ovaries. You'll eat them. Yeah, if we can get. No, I said V's, not ovaries. Like okay, if you want that, you. That's illegal. Probably make that. Why is that illegal? Because you can't carve out something's genitals and hand it to somebody deep fried unless you're Hannibal Why? Lecter. It's already dead. I'm not... No, it's not already dead. It's an animal. We eat it anyway. No, we don't. <laughs> that concludes your wild world. I'm Brady Bogan. Until next time, stay away from the angry geese. We don't eat the V's. Just like we don't eat the wieners. Old people do. No, they don't. Sure they do. Find us some wiener eaters. Yeah. They're out there, my friend. <laughs> you head on over to okay. Thailand. I'm All sure right. they're... Maybe they're eating cranks in other countries. I'm talking about the U.S. of A. And I still think it's wrong to eat the balls. I think that's just as bad as what Eric's talking You're about. You're eating balls. But at you least the, the animal can sure. live a life without its I, balls. I won't disagree with you there, Eric. Yeah. I agree that if you're going to chop the balls off and make a snack out of them, I, fine. I think some of those places down south, like Alabama and all that. They're serving up if the, they can the fry flying it up, fried they're V. Gonna, <laughs> they're going to do it. Man, oh man, our dog died last <laughs> night, but I carved yeah. out her Jenny's and I'm putting them in the deep fryer. Yeah, they were frying them up down south in Wisconsin. Well, that's the ball. I'm not referring to your damn story, Brady. I'm just saying in general. Animal Jesus vagina Christ. again. Oh. Why get so angry? Yeah, don't be angry. <laughs> Sorry. That took a weird turn. <laughs> Reminder all people like Eric, even though you think that female bull would be a delicious V to deep fry, female bulls, don't do it. It's wrong. Go to the grocery store and have meatballs and pretend. You're thinking about that V, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I'm always thinking about that, but not deep fried. I don't need any breading on it. That would be weird. Mm. I have enough fun with it. Sushi stop. Sashimi. KFC. Get on board. <laughs> KFV. <laughs> no. K-
KFC could work too. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is Kentucky. <laughs> they wouldn't throw the. They wouldn't change the letters. <laughs> What's a kajina? <laughs> Do the math in your own head. That was funny. Better than an email about your lack of size. No, I saying the best of Holmberg's morning sickness on 98 KUPD. Grab some protection. Here comes the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. The Dalai Lama's trying to distance himself from somebody. Sharon Stone. <laughs> Thanks to her claim uh, a week ago about China, when it was China was hit with the earthquakes as some kind of karmic retribution for its treatment of Tibet. First off, you recall, Sharon made her comments. Then she referred to the Dalai Lama as her good friend. Oh boy. But at a news conference in Australia yesterday, Dalai Lama responded. He said, well, my relationship, yes, I've met this lady. <laughs> that and he says, as for his remarks, <laughs> as for her remarks, he says, of course, uh, from a Buddhist viewpoint, every event is karma. Tragedy in Tibet, tragedy in Burma, tragedy in China, all of this is karmic. But for her particular uh, sort of comment, that I don't know. Hmm. Is that how he talks? Yeah, that's how he talks. That I don't know. Actually, these are the things I just can't figure out. As actually, I've wrong. met uh, Dalai Lama, and he sounds like this. <laughs> hello, 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 the Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama, please. What do I do about all the tragedy in my life? These are the things it is tough for me to figure out as Dalai Lama. Are you Italian or Chinese? I can't make it out. I don't know. Sometimes I'm an Italian, and sometimes I'm a very Chinese man. Maybe Dalai Lama Brady should be. And then Dalai Dalai Lama Lama said at the end, Burma, China, Tibet, everyone, champagne. (laughs) Champagne. I tell you right now, though, if it is Sharon Stone, (laughs) he ever talk about the Dalai Lama again. Dalai Lama? I uh, will break on that. Jesus Combining all, yeah, the all the accents. accents. You don't know what he's doing. It's every one of them. <laughs> China need prophylactic chi. One thing I miss is a big American titties. <laughs> what? You're Russian? Yeah, no. I'm a, all the things rapper in a one. <laughs> Maxim.com did a poll on uh, celebrity bad dads. Oh, well, there's two right off the bat I can think You already of. mentioned one. Tommy the Dalai Lee. Lama. Yeah, Tommy Lee and Michael Jackson. Are... Tommy Lee was not in the top five, but... Wow. Maybe he's not a bad dad. Yeah, you don't know Just that. a bad husband. How do you know? Well... Yeah, he could be a great dad. Parties are... Not very good. Number five, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> the drowning he's dead. Know. That's not fair. Because he left his baby. Wouldn't you? Did you see his wife? <laughs> that was a sm- Number four, Joe Simpson. Yeah, he's creepy. Number three, Marvin Gaye Sr., well, he shot Marvin Gaye. Yeah, that's pretty bad parenting. Not number one, though. <laughs> I don't think that's on the Not you know Doctor Spock's list of Murder things to do. And surprising, one. mommy dear, this guy's number two. I figured he would done a Scott Peterson. Again, oh, yeah. terrible yeah. parent. Yeah, Not quite really, a, was really, he a father yet? But no. who, who could top How Scott Peterson according to the Maxim? Scott com? Peterson can't be a, a bad father. He killed the mother and baby he before they hatched. Exactly. Maybe he would have been a great father if he wasn't a homicidal maniac. We'll never know. We'll never know. He never gave himself an uh, odds-on chance. He's not going to. I'm going to say it's a bad dad. All right. 
I'm going to say too early to tell. Who beat out I mean, Scott uh, Peterson? <laughs> yeah, who beat him? I mean, you, my, well, you know what? I, I look at it differently, I guess, because uh, going through the uh, pregnancy, and then you see that belly move. There's something in there. Oh, sure. And to sure. take that out. But you're still you're not. You're technically a. If I'm. You're not parenting yet. I'm having my first Father's Day, aren't I? She is. Well, you have to. That's yeah, just, that's see? just silly tradition. I know. But the number one bad dad? Like I said, it's got to be Michael, right? Michael Jackson. Yeah. How does he beat murderers and guys who killed himself? <laughs> well, that's how I bad know. he is. I'd put Michael fifth on that list. He's I not think a good they, dad. I think everyone jumped on the bandwagon there in the pool. Yeah. They must have posted, here are the top five so far. His kids are part of a living hell. Yeah, exactly. The Scott other Peterson, <laughs> you know, at least the kid never had a chance to yeah. be in hell. It, who knows? And maybe he didn't really do it. <clears throat> no, he did. Wow. <laughs> he did it. It was him. Clearly. Yeah. Mimi is back. Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon, they've been planning on throwing another we- uh, wedding celebration in New York City. So they can fleece the tabloids for money? Yeah. Pretty much. That's what it is. They s- said... Uh, Good for them, though. They wanted uh, to sell the picture rights. There's going to be a multi-million dollar celebration. Wait a minute. They got married? You didn't know that? No. <laughs> <laughs> the place, the place went nuts. You couldn't turn your TV on. It was annoying. I don't they want to know. Married that. in the Bahamas yeah. or something? Yeah. Didn't they yeah. married like twenty one? Yeah, he's like eleven 20, years old. Twenty uh, seven yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he's that old. I Man, think, I or maybe he's twenty four. He's younger. Is than Drumline that. almost ten years old? Well, that's probably true. He was in that. I forgot. Yeah, he's probably about twenty seven. You watch? No, Drumline? no. Yeah, no. wait a minute. <laughs> Screeching halt. Hey, derailer. Did you watch Drumline? No, I just asked if it was 10 years old. You knew he was in that. Well, yeah. I didn't even know who was in it. I didn't know he was in it. It was a great movie, Drumline. (laughs) Yeah, I stand in the fries and just go, will somebody get Drumline off the DVD so I can look at this TV and like something? Drumline. You knew. I know what it is. I didn't know Nick Cannon. So wait, you're saying you didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. You just remember the entire cast. I don't know. Who else is in Drumline? I don't know. Mariah Uh, Carey? No. no. Uh, I'll tell you. uh, The dude uh, starts with an O. Well, that's no surprise. Um, Orlando Jones, I guess. Is that the guy? Oh, really? The 7-Up guy? Yeah. Don't act surprised, Toledo. Really? You've got Drumline. Anyway, no one would bite. No one wants to pay for the rights to the picture. Mimi has fallen out of... Nobody cares. I saw Toledo in the hallway just going... Yeah, I'm gonna get it, man. Year. How do you know? How do you know that that's what it's about? Because it's drumline. I assume there's <laughs> drums in it. Good lord, he's defending. Quit deflecting. It. It's very deflective. Is that a word? It is now. <laughs> Try the go. deal. Well done. The I have to dome. do this last one, Brady. Is that is your last single Brady report? And we always make fun of you. That's for, entertainment for when you used to come out in your little culottes with your uh, your propeller hat. Yeah. And your big sucker when on Wednesdays the trash men would come and you decided to bring them sandwiches. That's right. You are not alone, my friend. There is I a- didn't bring them sandwiches. My mom would pack my lunch and I would eat lunch with them. With the death of a Brady comes the life of a new Brady. Yes. Live was right. Elton John's circle of life happening here. Ten-year-old Jimmy Yurkovich. Has a special ability to hear garbage trucks, hydraulic brake systems miles from his home. And it excites him to the point where he just can't wait. Food readied for the garbage men as they begin to pull up. He can actually distinguish which city he's in by the type of garbage containers that line driveway corners. What is he on world tour? I don't know. He's 10. Garbage truck. Exactly. He's 10. I mean, how many cities do you be in? So the kid, he's from Peoria, uh, a Peoria resident, uh, was speechless when it was announced Wednesday morning... That the garbage men were going to treat him to a little lunch and a ride around. Two garbage trucks waited for young Jimmy 
and his incredibly low set of goals as he <laughs> picked him up and drove him around. That's awesome. I have an idea exactly what Jimmy sounds like. Is this all for me? Come on in here, little girl. Let's go for a ride. I'm a boy. This is awesome. It's like you one in a million. You ever run a truck before? This is what he said. It's like one in a million. I wasn't expecting any of this. Through the tears, Jimmy climbed into the car. <laughs> his I mother Lisa went around, but... and then they went to, to his uncle's Glendale home so they could bring trucks to him too. Jimmy's now, fascination see, for the that... garbage began before he could walk. As a ten-month-old, he made this noise <laughs> when when garbage trucks would come by the house. Said his mother, "It was like a squeaking, screaming, and yelling." And then he wanted the garbage men to come into the house. He always heard those trucks rumbling down the street. As a toddler, he darted outside once, almost got hit by a garbage truck as he tried to I chase it. I never wanted the uh, garbage men to come into the house, but my truck situation was you had the mothership, the main large truck, and then you had the little satellite three-wheel scooters that would go up in the driveways. What? Those things were sweet. Mini Brady, dumpers, stop too. It. Stop <laughs> it. Jimmy got tickets to this year's Las Vegas Trash Man Expo. Uh, which Come drew, on, yeah, there's one? Yeah, and then <laughs> and then one of the trash men in the whole thing that gave him the ride around the block said, man, this brings uh, memories back for me and how I became interested in this line of work. This is scary because this trash man is riding around <laughs> with a 10-year-old kid, and his quote is, I see a little me in Jimmy. Aww. Ooh. I think the paper misunderstood what that garbage man was saying. Brady, you were like two degrees he's away being, from being trash man. investigated yeah. right now. Yeah. Brady, do you realize how close you were to being raped by trash men in Ohio? You were one right around the block from getting yeah, digits tossed you in. You to catch a predator there. Not in UA. Let me see you up your dress, little girl. It's cool out. I'm a boy. Your Not hand doesn't in, go there. That's my naughty bit. <laughs> Not in UA. Did you see Not all the chomos from Ohio? All from Ohio. Not in UA. Congratulations, little Jimmy Yurkovich. Now the parents. Need to step in and give that kid a dream. The best of the morning sickness is on the air. K-U-P-D. Do any of you people do any actual work? The best of homebirth morning sickness. You're welcome.